Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to The World in 10, where today we take you from one of the harshest places on Earth at the top of the world to one of the harshest, currently at least, at sea level. I'm Cara Bentley. And I'm Toby Gillis, bringing you the Times of London's take on the globe every day. And if harsh conditions on planet Earth aren't your thing, we'll take you into space too and ask if there's a political element to Russia blasting off once more earlier today. Now, regular World in 10 listeners might remember this from an episode last month. Now, to the story of a Norwegian woman who, along with her Nepali guide, has smashed the record for climbing the 14 tallest mountains on Earth and doing so. We were pretty celebratory of the achievement at the time. Kristin Harilla and her Sherpa, who's known as Lama, what a name, have completed them all in about half the time of the previous record. Today, though, may be a blemish on the achievement, to say the least. Kristin Harilla and her team stand accused of stepping around a dying climber on the final peak, K2, in order to get that record. Yeah, the detail on what happened is clear actually. Kristin's team of 50 climbers or so found their path blocked by Mohammed Hassan. He was a Pakistani porter who had fallen while setting up ropes for climbers. He was literally hanging upside down as they reached him to the side of the single file path that the climbers were on. He was trapped by ropes and his oxygen mask was apparently broken. Crucially, he was alive at this point. And we know this because a cameraman was filming the scene with a drone and his testimony states that the porter was left there by around 50 people, including Kristin, who climbed past him. Yeah, another climber insisted it would have only actually taken three or four of them to get him down. And some in the mountaineering community have accused them of being ready to let colleagues perish in the quest for glory. It's fair to say Kristin's take is somewhat different, as the Times' Tom Kington explains. She has blogged saying that, in fact, she'd spent an hour and a half up there with him, trying to help him, with two colleagues... And um, they did more than anyone else, she, she infers, trying, trying to save him after 90 minutes. She pushed on, partly because there wasn't much room on the path. And she left her colleagues to try and help the guy out while she proceeded to the summit and, and said, and I quote, this was no one's fault. So she, she's fought back strongly. What we should probably add here is that the rules of the mountain are not really the same as elsewhere. Rescuing one can genuinely be fatal to many, especially in a climate like on K2. 
just something to think about maybe as you judge this story for yourselves. Just hear these words. Take them in. Contemplate them. Walk a mile in their shoes. People have literally lost everything. They escaped from the houses with the clothes on the back. All their belongings have been incinerated. The governor of Hawaii, he said earlier, looks like a bomb has gone off, and I don't even think that does it justice. Kieran Southern there, the Times' West Coast correspondent, explaining the sheer devastation he's seen on the Hawaiian island of Maui, which has been torn apart, ravaged by wildfires, which have yet to be defeated. At the time of recording, the death toll stands at 55. 55 individuals, with parents, children, cousins, aunts, uncles, grandparents. That's thousands in mourning, not to mention the material loss, homes, cars, businesses destroyed. The truth is most of us can't get close to understanding how that feels, which is exactly why journalists go into areas like this to paint a picture. Kieran says it's not easy. It's quite disconcerting to be in an American state that is in such a state of turmoil. I've never seen anything like it. People are just in shock. At the start of the week, the town of Lahaina was sort of a picture-perfect Hawaiian town. Now it's just being annihilated, just smouldering ruins. So Hawaii continues to suffer, but its governor is doing his best to espouse a message of hope. And President Biden has approved a package of emergency funding for the state. Yeah, Governor Josh Green gave a statement in Lahaina where the fire had raged to such an extent that people had to jump into the sea to survive. It's extraordinary. It is tragically gone. We know that many people are suffering Everyone, love your neighbours, support them, because this is devastating for Maui. We probably have well over a thousand buildings that have been destroyed. Many, many hundreds of families have been displaced. The devastation is behind me, uh, but we will put hope out in front of us. Incidentally, Carl, in researching this story, we spotted, didn't we, how Lahaina translates from Hawaiian as cruel sun Mm. a horribly apt title for a place used to wildfires but nothing like that of recent days yeah and while this story feels kind of endlessly cruel we will try to end it with some hope which is the humanity of it all yeah dan nakaso is the reporter for the honolulu star advertiser and he told times radio everyone is showing great spirit from offering spare rooms to raising funds to this heart warmer We interviewed a 30-something-year-old man who woke up to find smoke in his apartment. He realized it was on fire. He jumps into the ocean and gets taken to the hospital with second-degree burns from basically head to torso. He checks himself out and tells the hospital, save my bed for somebody who's really seriously burned, and checks himself into a homeless shelter. You gotta love the people of Hawaii. So, this happened early on Friday morning. That's Russia heading to the moon for the first time in almost half a century. But why? It sent this lunar rover up, aiming to become the first nation to make a so-called soft landing on the lunar South Pole. Yeah, Russia's doing experiments to see if we can put people on the moon more permanently and to take a step towards heading to Mars. But 
Is that a bit of a front? Just like back in the Cold War, many believe political factors are also at play. Now, the fabulously named Roscosmos is Russia's space research arm, and it expects the Luna to land about the same time as India's Chandrayaan-3. Well done. You got those two right. (laughs) (laughs) Around the 23rd of August. So this has the feeling of an actual space race. Yeah, but when I read this, I won't be honest, I wondered if there's more to it even than that. I mean, is Russia to steal and slightly bend the term sports washing, doing some um, space washing here. Mm. You know, the war in Ukraine has not gone to plan. Is this some sort of demonstration of what it is still capable of to ordinary Russians? Well, Jennifer Millard, who's an astronomer and the host of the Awesome Astropod podcast, she doesn't go quite as far as that, but she's told us what's happening in Eastern Europe is having some impact on this race to the moon some 238,000 miles away. Yuri Borisov, who's the head of Roscosmos, has freely admitted this mission's only got about a 70% chance of working. But it is also a little bit of a power play by Russia because of the war in Ukraine. You know, lots of other space agencies have refused to work with them and because of all the sanctions. And so this mission is kind of a way for Roscosmos, if it works, to sort of say, well, we don't need you guys. We're going to have our own space missions and we'll collaborate with others if you know we so desire but really we don't really need anyone else so it is quite interesting politically breastfeeding sexy and stylish or keep it hidden it's the question being asked or answered really in the times today after rihanna posed for a photo shoot whilst breastfeeding her son rizza now i don't think many people really mind seeing breastfeeding anymore that's not really the point of hannah rogers's piece she's more talking about how the singers trying to empower new mums to make the decision to be sexy if they wish. Yeah, so Rihanna frequently posed with her baby bump on show. She revealed her latest pregnancy whilst performing at the Super Bowl, you'll remember. And now she's launching a lingerie range for breastfeeding mums using herself as the perfect model. Now, Hannah, the Times writer, is in Copenhagen for Fashion Week and she thinks that Rihanna's empowering of mothers is right on show right there. She says lots of cool women on the front row are styling out their pregnancies in bikinis, crop tops and cardigans worn with the buttons undone. And the good news seems to be that the bumps and breasts on show aren't actually what's upsetting Times readers, Toby. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, The biggest concern for many of those in the comments section... Rihanna's nails, or Cara, shall I call them talons? <laughs> Plenty worried about the baby around those yeah, nails. They are. Have a read of the article or just the comments with a digital subscription at thetimes.co.uk. Right, I'm off for a manicure. <laughs> see, see you tomorrow. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.